You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranac, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. just read a very interesting post and it kind of got me a little bit infuriated because this post was all about how sales are manipulative and how people should stop selling and stop using sales quote-unquote tactics and just kind of, you know, let people come to them. If you know me, you know that I have a soft spot for this because I truly have, one, a lot of opinions on sales, but also I truly want to empower people to feel good about selling and to sell in a way that is really natural and for everyone's benefit. So let's kind of talk about what's wrong with this type of thinking about sales, what it leads to, and why it's not the case that sales are manipulative and why you need to use sales tactics and sales psychology to sell if you want to be successful. And it doesn't just mean monetarily successful, but it also means successful in recruiting people into your programs and offers so you can change their freaking life. So the first distinction that has to be made and that no one seems to make when they're gone, these sales are manipulative brands, is that there is a difference between being manipulative and deceptive and influencing someone. Okay, so when you are being manipulative, when you are being deceptive, what you're doing is you're unethical and you're lying, right? So if you go on and you say things like, I only have five spots left for my program, but in reality, you're going to recruit a hundred people in, that's deception. That's not selling in a soulful way. You're simply deceiving people when you do that. And when you deceive people, that not only ruins your reputation, but that is something that people then take away from your sales process and they're very likely not going to want to work with you. Word gets around. What a lot of people think about sales is that that you're going, that people are going on there and they're using these scarcity tactics in a deceitful way. And they're going on there and saying, I have two spots left, but they have like 20 and creating false urgency and so forth. And even in this post that I was reading, it was all about, you know, things like you shouldn't speak to people's pain points. You shouldn't talk about their problems. You shouldn't be triggering their pain points. You should just be selling to them without having to trigger pain points or talk about pain points or any of that stuff. And let me tell you why that is total BS, why you need to speak to pain points, why you're doing someone a disservice when you don't speak to their pain points and why you can forget making a difference in someone's life if you don't. And to be clear, when I say pain points, I'm not talking about trauma that someone is going through and you triggering trauma. Trauma is a whole different kettle of fish. And every single trauma coach that I have come across has been so incredible in the way they sell because they're very sensitive to trauma. What I'm talking about is 
pain points, right? Your ideal customer is in pain, some kind of pain. Maybe they want to lose weight. Maybe they want to have more energy. Maybe they want to make more money. Maybe they want to work from home. Whatever it is, there is some kind of pain. And this is what happens when you don't speak to pain points and when you don't use sales tactics. What happens is that you maybe have the best product in the whole entire world. And if you are not selling it in a way that someone hears you and listens, then guess what? They never find out about it and they never buy it and they never get the opportunity to change their life. Now that is an act of disservice. So going back to the influence versus force, when you're selling in a soulful way, you're not forcing anyone into anything. Let's be clear, no matter how much sales psychology you know, no matter how good your NLP skills are, you can't force anyone to buy from you. You can influence people and that's why you learn sales. So you learn how to influence people. Now, when you learn ethical sales and soulful sales, the only people you are influencing, wanting to influence, and the only people you should be influencing is your ideal client. Who's an ideal client? Someone that needs a solution that you offer. I've got a lot to say on this. I even wrote little dot points because I was like fired up about this all day. Things get popping into my mind. I'm like, I have to remember to say this. But the reason why I get so fired up is because I am so done with seeing incredible entrepreneurs with the most incredible offers, with the most life-changing potential to impact someone's life, not showing up to sell because they hear things like it's manipulative to sell and it's sleazy to sell and you shouldn't be using things like sales psychology to sell. And that breaks my heart. They're buying into the false belief that you have to deceive someone in order to sell. Without a sale, no transformation happens. And Let me clarify that. I don't mean that you have to pay for services to have a transformation. Not the case at all. Of course, you can have a transformation through free information. But even when you're giving stuff for free, you're still selling. You're selling every day of your life. You're selling people around you all the time. It doesn't necessarily have to mean that you're selling them on a paid product. You're selling people to buy into your idea, your belief into your system. We're constantly persuading people. I'm constantly persuading my husband to do things that I want to do. When it's time to choose a movie, I'm using my skills to persuade him to watch the romantic chick flick comedy that I want to watch versus the action-packed war movie that he wants to watch. When my son doesn't want to eat his vegetables, I'm persuading him why it's a good idea to eat his vegetables. And I'm selling him on vegetables, on why vegetables are a good idea. Sales is not inherently bad. Sales is the same as a knife. A knife is not inherently bad. You don't look at a knife Turn this is a knife and go, oh, that knife is bad. That knife kills people. That knife, we've got to get rid of the knife. Everyone has to stop using knives. No, it's a tool and you decide how you wield that tool. 
Are you going to use that knife to chop some dinner? Or are you going to use that knife to go and hurt someone? It's up to you. It's all about how you approach them. Now, unfortunately, in our society, there is a lot of limiting beliefs that are ingrained to us about sales. We are taught that money is inherently bad, that it makes you greedy and evil and selfish. And that's not true. Money doesn't do shit. Money doesn't do anything. You decide how money impacts you. Money doesn't make someone greedy. The person is greedy. It's not money that does it. Money doesn't have the ability to influence who you are. You have that influence. And we have to stop pawning off responsibility and start taking responsibility back onto ourselves. You get to choose how you use sales skills that you have. Do you use them to sell to the ideal clients that desperately need your offer and that are going to have their life changed as a result? And you use it to sell to them, to empower them to make a decision? Or do you use it to drive fear And do you use it to deceive people about what's in a certain offer or program or what it does, right? In Australia, we've got like morning shows and every couple of minutes, there's a segment with an ad, the newest ab cruncher and this newest exercise machine. And there was this ab cruncher machine. The picture that they're showing is this guy and he's like, super ripped and a girl and she's like super toned and ripped and it was totally unrealistic but to the average person not knowing that you would think oh my god all I need is this ab cruncher in my life and I'm going to be ripped af like boom it's just gonna happen by using this little tool for like five minutes a day Someone in my family bought that app cruncher and it did not do what it was meant to do. And of course it doesn't because it was preying on manipulation tactics and it was really deceitful because when you actually open up the packaging, it was like this strict diet and you actually had to exercise way more than 14 minutes a day and you had to do like other types of exercises. So it wasn't being truthful, but you don't have to do sales like that. You don't have to sell in such a deceitful way. You get to go and sell in a truthful way while still using influence and psychology tactics, tapping into those things. Why is that important? Well, people don't move unless they really need to, right? When someone is looking for a life change, we're usually held back by a lot of limiting beliefs. What if it doesn't work? What if it's too expensive? I can't do that. Not me. People like me don't get those type of results. All the things. And your job is not to manipulate someone to buy something. It is to empower them from that limiting mindset into a more empowered mindset where they say yes to themselves, a hell yes, in a way that feels good, in a way that gets them excited, a little bit scared, but also excited. Every single investment that I've made in myself was a result of the other person empowering me to make a better decision for myself, not manipulating me, but empowering me. And that's what I want you to know that you can do for your ideal client as well. And that's why if you care about your ideal client, it's a disservice to not sell to them. If someone was dying because of poisoning and you had the antidote 
and you saw that they were suffering and you just went, "Mm, I don't want to say anything. If they need me, they can come to me. They know where to find me. And maybe they don't know where to find you. Or maybe they're thinking, oh, it's not so bad. It'll be fine. And actually it won't be. Now it's your job to go and offer the antidote. You're not forcing it. You're not shoving it down their throat. You're not threatening them and saying, if you don't take this, you will die. If you don't take this, your life is over. You're not giving them false hope and saying, if you take this, you're going to look like JLo and survive. You're simply saying, hey, I've noticed that you've got this pain point. So you call out their pain point and I happen to have this cure and I only have five vials of it left. But if you'd like it, here it is. And the five vials is your truthful statement. That's what I have, right? Like when I'm selling, say, one-on-one spots, I'm telling people I've got four spots because I want them to move. I want them to grab the spot if they want it. But I'm not being deceptive. I'm not being manipulative. I am not in any way deceiving them to say I've got less spots than I do. I'm simply stating a fact and allowing them to make a decision. That's what you're doing when you are selling. So it's so important that we don't mix these things up. I know that in the beginning, people are the most vulnerable to believing that sales is manipulative because I used to think that myself. I used to really dread the idea of sales. I used to think that if I had to sell, I had to be sleazy and gross and make people uncomfortable and do things that I wasn't comfortable with ethically. And that's not the case at all. And in particular, when I learned how to speak to someone in a more direct way where they get to hear me, I had the thought of, is it unethical to use these skills? And that's not the case at all, because the only thing that can be unethical is you. You can't force anyone to do anything. What sales enables you to do, what sales skills enable you to do is this, to speak in a way where you are heard. There is a lot of people selling the same thing or similar things, a lot of people competing for attention. You get spammed with ads and with posts and with stories and emails and all the things all the time. And if you don't know how to sell, you will not be heard. It doesn't matter if you have the best product in the entire world. If someone doesn't listen to you, if they don't pause long enough to pay attention to what you have to say, they will not buy it and you won't get the chance to serve them through your offer. I really wanted to come on and talk about this because it's something that is so, so important to me to teach online entrepreneurs that you can sell without being manipulative. You can sell without being unethical and you can still use sales skills and influence people in a positive way, in a way that makes them feel seen and heard and empowered. And that is what soulful sales are about. And you still get to tap into human psychology because human psychology only means you really know what makes someone want to buy, right? Why people make decisions, not even just buying decisions, but any decisions. People buy because they're in pain and they want a solution to their problem, full stop. 
And those pains can vary. I'm bored all the way to I'm really dissatisfied in my life and career and I want an entire life overhaul. And so your job through whatever it is that you're selling is to alleviate the pain. And if you don't speak directly to the pain, you might as well be talking to a brick wall because no one's going to hear you. I hope my little rant has inspired you to go and sell in an empowered way and to feel good about selling and to not get discouraged when you hear people talking about sales like is this terrible manipulative thing because it is not. And my really big takeaway for you is this. Remember that it's a tool and a skill and it's up to you how you use it. And if you ever work with me in my programs, you know how big I am on ethics, being very truthful, because I believe there is nothing worse than when you submit to deception in order to get short-term gains, because that ruins your reputation. It kind of chips away at your soul a little bit, because as humans, we know what's right and wrong. And if you really tiptoe over that line into what's very clearly unethical, you won't feel like you're serving your audience in the way that you should be. And they will sense it and they will draw away from you. But when you come in from a place of love and wanting to serve them, they sense that too. And they're excited to buy from you. They're so excited to buy from you and they're grateful that you are there giving them an option to purchase from you. You're giving them an opportunity and they get to say yes or no. And you get to love them no matter what, whether they say yes or no. I help them in those conversations make the best decision for themselves. And if I see that my program is a good fit, I say to them, hey, I think this is a great fit. This is why. And I empower them to make a yes decision. And even if they don't, guess what? I still continue to serve them. I still continue to love them. I'm still grateful they're in my community. So I'm going to wrap up my rant right here. But I hope that you've taken a lot away from this. And I hope that it has changed your mind on sales. 